Are you drunk? At least for the next <laughs> at least for the next twenty minutes. So <laughs> the camera craps We're out. looking for videographers. <laughs> if anyone out there is listening, I'm just joking. especially one that looking for more understanding bosses. <laughs> Well played, Cannon. Well played. Well played. I'm Josh Sigmund. And I'm Bryn Rouse. I'm a mortgage guy with a passion for money, business, and elevating my game. Bryn is my co-host. She's my friend and marketing director for my mortgage team. That's right. I'm a marketing girl, a mama of three, and wife of one. And like Josh, elevating life, business, and relationships, well, it's my jam. This season's topic, elevate your game. What do you want? Do you want to push personal limits, find joy, be more present? Be a better parent, have a sexier marriage, make more money, save more money, start your own business, develop a hobby, or strengthen important relationships? Impact the world, be a better boss, or create a stronger business? Then you are ready to elevate. And this is the place to do it. Are you ready? Sigmund Sense Season 3, Elevate Your Game. I got a question for you. Shoot. Do you actually think that uh, life balance is real? Like work-life balance. Do you think it's a real concept? Mm, I think the pursuit of it is real. (laughs) I think it's very, very difficult. And it's better. It's easier sometimes than others. Sometimes I'm like super dialed in and can like, I'm on point. Mm Mm-hmm. And then other times I feel like it's just a big old mess. Cool. So the clean answer that I just heard you say is no. <laughs> well, I, I think you said I also right. said yes. I know. Well, I, I think, I mean, I think this but is what talking about. way to pick what you want to talk about, but the answer is no. <laughs> man, it makes me happy. So you're the no person. I'm the yes person. Let's, th- let's argue. <laughs> just joking. No, so. That, that surprises I, me that you would say that because I feel like you would say yes, it is. I, I, I 100% agree that the pursuit is worth it, right? Um, I would say that you look at time management as a whole. And, and I know we've talked about time management before. And one of my definitions of success for time management is if you're on task on time 95% of the time. I thought it was 80%. Shit. Ni- 95 would be excellent, right? Yeah. Let's just use 90s, 80s, 70s as passing to failing, right? I mean, so, I've been rolling at 80 right. Because that's what you told me. I gotta be honest, like, but think about that. Really think about that. Like, how many people do you know that are truly on task on on task on time every minute of the day? Because if you're if we're weaving in life balance, then you're up when you're supposed to, with the kids when you're supposed to, working out when you're supposed to, um, you know, dating your spouse or your significant other when you're supposed to, at work, doing what you're supposed to be doing at work, on time on task. Like the reality is, is that. I am not frustrated by this conversation because I do think it's a worthy endeavor. And I do believe that it's something to shoot for. And if you don't believe it's possible, then you certainly are going to get worse, not better. Right? Yes. But I do think the answer is, if I were to say, is work-life balance real? No. That's my clean (laughs) answer. No. I don't think it's possible to be perfectly in tune. Um, But I do like to believe that I can have it all. You have to believe it. Like I want to... Otherwise, I, it's I, damn depressing. Let's it, be honest. It is. How much of your day do you stuff do stuff that you don't want to be doing? At home or at work? Oh, God. That's, this is not a good time to ask right? that question. <laughs> it's the truth. I know. I think it's the truth. I, I think if you look around the average person, there's lots that has to get done. There is. Shit breaks. Got to do oil changes. Spouses get, get in fights. Shit breaks. Shit breaks. <laughs> Oh, shit breaks. Yeah, shit breaks. Oh, I thought you meant shit breaks. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Is that not what he said? Sometimes (laughs) those are are unplanned. Most of the time I'm very regular, but whatever. So, (laughs) but no, it's not time blocked in my schedule if that's your That's surprising. (laughs) Don't have time for it. It's delegated to somebody else. Delegated to somebody else. You take a shit cannon. (laughs) So... Here's why, here's why I think it's a worthy endeavor to talk about this. So, And um, side note, mm-hmm. I also think that that is why you have to find the joy in the, even in the things you don't want to do, because especially as a parent, like you get stuck doing a, going and doing a lot of things that may not be at the top of your list. Carpool. Yeah. You have to make them fun in some way, shape or form. And you have to like, what I have found is like, get into it, get into the role and lean all the way in because then 
you know, it does make it feel like less of a have to and more of a want to. Yep. And and I think it's just a good mindset. Like you don't want to show up like. Well, know. it's a gratitude thing, right? Yeah, I get, I get to. That's a, yeah, it's a I gratitude thing. To. Yeah, I want to talk about this a lot because the more I think about it, um, I think it's okay with realizing that it's not going to be perfect. Like it's probably um, whoosah. Yeah, people but you can't use it as not. an excuse either. Like I do think that some people use it as an excuse that I can't time manage or I don't, so they don't keep a calendar. I I can't hit goals, so they don't make goals, right? So if you don't think you can have life balance, why even try? Is is what I think the problem becomes. Mm. Um, so yeah, I, I do I think you can have it all. Focused on it though. Um, that's a great question. I think a lot of people are very. I don't know if they're happy, but I think they're content with their what where they are in life in all areas, for better or worse. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people just say this is it. And they don't, why, why even work on it to prove it? Um, and so there's, there's definitely people out there that are grinding in whatever uh, area of their life, trying to get better in you know, spirituality or better at work or at home or love life or with that, whatever. Yeah. Um, so I think that it can easily tie into you know, how much are you actually hunting your vision? Like how, how much are you actually pursuing something? And I'll tell you what, that the work becomes less work when there's that in the picture. I can tell you that much. When you're really yeah. clear about where you're going and why and why you want to get there, in whatever, right? Yeah. It's much easier to do the mundane and the necessary when you're really clear about where you're going. Like, um, I was watching a podcast. I think I told you in a different show. I, I think about Elon Musk. I'm having a flashback. Oh wait, we recorded was this once. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, Elon Musk literally that was genius. that was a jab. That was a jab. So. Um, uh, Elon I Musk. I feel like he was being real and then turned it into a chat. <laughs> it was fun, wasn't it? So Elon Musk, uh, I was watching a, a, a something that he was on. I think it was, he was talking with Joe Rogan. And he was talking about he was so out of need or otherwise because they're running out of money with Tesla. They literally stayed. He slept. He slept in the factory for weeks and weeks and weeks on end. And they just built cars because they had to get the thing off the ground. They had to get this thing started, right? And so... Um, he was really clear about the vision is, or, or the, at least the purpose. The purpose is don't go bankrupt, don't run out of money, get this thing done, get the product out so you can start selling. Um, and that was such just a... Just Tesla, just the cars and... I think it was, the, I literally think it was the first prototype of Tesla is what they were specifically talking about. But the point that comes to that is when you when he was really clear about... I mean, do you think anyone really wants to sleep on the floor of a freaking factory? I, I can't imagine a rich person really wants to do that. But you hear it all the time that the the entrepreneur has no problem making no money from the company for year after year after year because he's so passionate about yeah. that project yeah. Yeah. that it's not work, it's fun, you know, to build the first computer or the first whatever. Um, we hear that. So I think that it's easy to tie in vision and purpose and worth talking about. But the question then becomes, well, you know, if you're focusing over there in business, well, do you have that for other areas of your life? Because right. if if the goal, going back to the belief is I can have it all. Yeah. If I don't have a goal to have it all, I want to be really good in this one area. Then why do I need to worry about the kids and the spouse? Why do I need to worry about? Yeah. And like, all do you things? have a conversation? Like, hey, I'm going to be MIA for the next as long as it takes. So I'm in need for you to like take care of all this shit while I go sleep on the floor. Do you have those conversations? I think, you think? You ha- well, if you're married, I think that you have to. If you have kids, you should, right? If you're married, you know, my wife told me a long time ago, you're, you're not near as good looking with half your assets. So I would, Im- I would imagine that coming home occasionally would be important to that. <laughs> <laughs> my point is, do people have the foresight to be like, it's like going on a mission, right? Yeah. Like I'm going to be gone for a while. Yeah. But when I come back, like... I will have accomplished something great. I feel like that's probably not the case with most people. I feel like it's like they find I feel themselves. Like it's not, and I think that people justify, especially like um, the head of household earners, man or woman, head of household. I think that it's too easy to fall back on, hey, stop complaining. I'm working hard for yeah. so we can have this. Yeah, and there's you know? kind of some entitlement around like, well, of course I'm going to be doing this because blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, because it's work and somebody has to work. People say the stupid comments like, how else are the bills going to be paid? Right. Which in some cases, there's some truth there to that. There is some truth there, to that. Right? Absolutely. But yeah, so um, here's why I think, here's another reason why I think that uh, that's a, a, a hardship or an issue to really dream up that there's ever going to be a perfect quantity of hours delegated to every aspect of your life that's important to you. 
you can't multitask. Like effectively, you can't be your best at home while still on the phone, right? Uh, right? You can't be at home and have a sick kid and be the sole provider of that sick kid and not be worrying about the sick kid at work, right? Yeah. So I think about it a lot as far as uh, it's it's a change of focus that happens multiple times a day mm-hmm. that is the issue. And so can we do a better job of designing what balance looks like? And does it have to be a, you know, there's plenty of people that talk about you should only work five hours a week and, you know, books about that or 40 hours a week or 80 hours four a week. Four-hour work day. Or right, four-hour work, uh, four work week, I think is the book, right? Yeah. Um, or 40 hours a week, who came up with that number? Or, or 80 hours a week because you see played on the internet that says if you're not like literally eating, drinking, and sleeping success, then you're never going to be successful kind of bullshit. Um, but I, I also I, think you have to define what success is first. Yes, and I think that's where the vision comes in. I think that is absolutely the starting part because um, do you want to be rich at all costs? Like are you are you, right. are you clear about what all costs means? What like all, all costs at all costs also is what is cost. rich? Let's right? start there. Oh, okay, like, that's interesting what too. is rich? Well, define that for yourself. Right? Like, what is it? Like, what does the house look like? What does the cars look like? What is yep. it vacant? Like, what is rich? I think a lot of people don't um, don't. You know what the ma- average person uh, says rich is? Um, Making more than whatever their parents made. Oh, that's the easiest definition. People rich. feel that they're successful when they're starting to make more. When they realize that they're making more than their parents ever made, they feel successful. Well, it's, a, it's the ceiling, right? Like the glass ceiling yeah. was. Like I remember, um, I remember a distinct conversation with Christy. Did I ever tell you about this, the, the, my first, uh, date with Christy where we were talking about her staying home versus working? Um, I don't know. Okay, this is a crazy story. This just came to my head. <laughs> so I was on a date with Christy. I do love these uh, Josh and Christy stories. They're Great. Quite, quite fun. So Christy and I were on a date, <laughs> and this is very early, and I was probably in my early, early 20s, and it was before kids, and... Um, we were talking about the future and talking about being married. We weren't even married yet. I mean, I think like we were talking about that's off to a good start. Right, we we're talking I about kids and stuff like that. <laughs> and our right date now. was at Chili's. I remember that it was at mm-hmm. Chili's in Shirts, Texas. Bloomin' Onion. Yeah, oh yeah. I was I was really blowing blowing it up, you know, like spending all the money at you know on a, <laughs> on a great rich. date. I was rich. You was rich. And anyways, I remember that Christy asked the question like, "How much money do you think you'd have to make in order for me to be able to stay home and not have to work?" And at the time, I I made. Like I think I was making like forty thousand dollars at the time, and so I thought to myself really hard because this seemed like a really important question. And I said, if I ever made more than one hundred and seventy thousand bucks, then you could stay home indefinitely. But there was and no like mathematics behind that. It was just a, like you want to know the answer. I never thought I'd make one hundred seventy thousand in my life. Oh. Like I started but thinking why myself because I that was the last number I could remember my dad making as a doctor back in the 80s the one time i saw his tax returns Man. like it was just a weird number that i saw I mean, the fact that you knew how to read the tax returns pretty well, much i just saw the income right I, I was smart enough i wasn't a child like i read the income i was like shit dad's rich you know dad is a doctor and you know dad is making six figures yeah and so i w- i am not a doctor <laughs> i never thought i'd make one hundred seventy thousand. you know yeah. no one ever, never ever told me that and so literally i told her that and i remember her getting like a little misty-eyed like Upset about it? I'll be working yeah. forever. She, yeah, and I, and that's literally you know going that's back funny. to how you define it. I think is really something that's super interesting and important. And man, I tell you that the, the day I hit that was the day that Chrissy like put in her resignation. I was like, man, I should have thrown a higher number out <laughs> there, right? Go higher, right, go right, higher. right. So, um, you know, I, I think it's it's an interesting point to start there, but you have to define it in so many different areas. And the more you read, the more you study, the more you get coached, the more you get a mentorship, the the harder it is. You know, because, mm-hmm. man, you know, uh, you, you get some good people in your life and you're like, well, shit, I want to have a better relationship with whoever, whether it's a spouse or it's a friend or it's a, a coworker or it's a kid, right? Okay, that person exemplifies what it looks like to be in a meaningful, deep relationship. Well, guess what that requires? Time. Time, right? Man, that person's successful. I want to be more like that person. And of course, what most successful people say, it's like, yeah, but are you willing to do what I did? Right. So, well, what was that look like? Well, that was 80 hours a week for 10 years or whatever. It's like, okay, well, I want that. So I'm going to go ahead and copy that. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, you wake up one day and you start having these conversations like, I'm going to be in the best shape of my life on my 30th birthday, uh, which you should have taken care of yourself in your 20s. Or I'm going to be in the best shape of my life on my 40th birthday. And it's like, wow, at what point did I give up on that? And so going all in on that for a period of a year or whatever, Mm -hmm. and that takes time. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, then you lose somebody close to you. 
and, and you get that well that gets real with spirituality too mm-hmm. yeah like you know be, w- most people find god when somebody dies where they go to prison <laughs> right <laughs> like people will find god real quickly when they're at death's door somebody does die or they're going to prison or yes. going through some serious hardship yeah. that's when people tend to pray right right, right. so I, I mean it lightly but that's the truth and so you go down all those things like, well, that requires time, that requires time, that requires time, that requires time. Then what is perfect life balance? And the answer is it changes, right? Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. Don't you think? I do think it changes for sure. So then we're right. It's not possible. <laughs> no, it's, I think you change the answer to, you have to find the balance, the work-life balance for any given time. And be okay with the idea that it's not ever going to look the same. Like you have to be willing to go with with the flow. You know how many people are are like what percentage of people are are resistant to change versus. I know. (laughs) Remember when we came in and like made everybody, we were like, this will be so fun. Let's go in and have everybody move desks, which to me is like, woohoo, I get to go sit next to somebody else. Like, that's so fun. I get to rearrange my desk and, like, clean stuff out. Like, I love change. The statistical number is 75% are resistant to it, right? We had everybody in tears and, like, ready to crucify Josh. And quit. And quit. Because I moved their desk. And we were so confused. We were like, oh, gosh, that was, like, really serious. (laughs) Let's do it again next month. Where do you want us to go? We're like, I don't know, wherever you want to go. Like, y'all can go there, you can go there. Um, I thrive on change. Like, um, not even like I like, I like the, okay. So last year when snowmageddon happened, mm-hmm. I loved that. Let's change it up. Let's get like, let's have to think outside the box a little bit. Like, I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that. When we, when everybody went into quarantine, it's like, I'm okay with that. Like, let's change. Let's see what we're made of. I really so do. Like I thrive on gonna, it. That makes sense why it's, gonna, it's so hard for people because most people don't thrive on it. Yeah. Right. So, okay. So change is one element. So you got to be okay with change because it's true. Um, I, do, a, a, I do struggle the most though with like once I'm in a good system um, as far as work-life balance goes and then things out of my control change or it is in my control, but Ugh, like finding finding the balance and the yeah. new like the new way to operate. Yeah, that is a little bit harder. That that is because it's not so as obvious. It's, funny. it's it's like to, to me, it's a prioritization issue. To to me, it's not hard at all to change because you just look at what's the biggest, the most important thing right now. Yes, right. So deal with the most important thing right now, whether it's at home or at work, and deal with that first. And that's what you should be doing. Yes, and, and as so soon as I said that, that is quickly. what popped into my mind. It's. It's just being constantly, constantly aware of what is the biggest priority. The way, and the way that I do it is every, every day, multiple times a day, looking at everything that has to be done and starting to just, okay, what is happening next and what, what has to be, what absolutely has to be done? Like, because if not done, like this isn't going to happen or this is turned in, this has to be turned in on this day or there's a deadline of 12 o'clock for swim team yep. registration. Like that was a thing today. Right. He's like, you know, it's due by 12. I'm like, okay, I did not know that. So like, that's the priority or that's mm-hmm. the key is always being really, really conscious about the priorities. Mm. And I do think that people struggle there as well. Absolutely. Cause they're too rigid on what they're supposed to do at nine o'clock. Yes. So th- it's, it's a fluid thing, right? Like, I'm reading a, a cool book right now, and one thing they talk about, so it's about survival. I like survival books. And uh, they're talking about this one dude that literally was rock climbing with his friend. He broke his knee at like 26,000 feet, which is basically a death sentence because he was in the Andes, like middle of nowhere. Um, they both recognize that he's most likely going to die. The friend does his best to try to get, you know, belay him down the mountain. As he blazed down the mountain, which is basically being lowered by rope, he's hanging off a cliff accidentally the rope runs out the friend has to cut him away and he falls into a crevasse right so the guy you just used so many words i've never heard before but really? it's fine go ahead so belaying is is repelling <laughs> basically lowering a guy slowly under protection or belaying like yeah like you it. picture two guys that are attached by rope i get it spell it 
I want to say it's no. I, could, I don't know if I can spell it correctly. Like B U ballet. No, I think it's, it's almost like ballet. I think. Mm, okay. All right. You might look that up, Cannon. I'm curious, <laughs> but but uh, but belaying is basically it's protecting your friend under a rope. So you can picture a guy rock climbing, climbing up, and the other guy is kind of tightening mm-hmm. the rope as he gets higher. Well, the opposite would be basically repelling and belaying down, where under your own power or yeah. even just hang like like repel you get dropped slowly, slowly down. down. So yeah. he accidentally, because he couldn't see where he was going to, how do you spell it? B-E-L-A-Y. 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 I know it's, it's kind of like ballet, but I couldn't figure it out. So anyways, he gets la- uh, dropped off a cliff accidentally. So he's away from the wall, so he can't climb up, because he's, he, he's got a broken knee, and the rope is at the end, so he can't go down any further, and there's nothing he can do, so his buddy literally had to cut the, the rope or they both die. Well, the guy falls hundreds of feet into a crevasse. Let's talk about that vocabulary word. <laughs> and how do a you crevasse spell it? Is, I'm thinking C. <laughs> yeah, well, a crevasse is basically, imagine where snow or ice comes together in a rock, and there's basically a, uh, a space, like a cave, that you can fall into. So ice bridges will, come, will, will form across. You can picture a rock buttress that sticks up on one side and the other, and snow, and snow fills in the gap. <laughs> And it kind of melts underneath, and then all of a sudden, there's a rock bridge, and you can literally stand on top of the rock bridge and break through and fall into this empty void, the hundreds cr- of the feet. The crevasse. The crevasse is what it's called. Yeah. So, um, so anyways, this guy falls through a ro- uh, through a snow bridge into a crevasse, hundred you know hundreds of feet into a crevasse. So, his buddy thinks he's dead. Well, he's not. He's got a broken leg, and uh, <laughs> he looks around, and he's in the middle, like he's in the dark, and he has to figure out what to do. And he's still six, if he can get out of the crevasse, he's six miles away from his camp. And so the way he got through it, and this relates to what we're talking about is, he said, all I could think about is what is the next thing I can do to improve my situation? What is the next best thing I can do thinking, to improve my situation? I'm thinking, what done to avoid this shit altogether? Yeah, don't go hiking. Stay off the fucking... Stay off the mountain. Stay, <laughs> the <laughs> stay off the mountain. mountains. Yeah, so literally, I mean, but, but the, uh, the idea is, is sound, right? If you focus on, yeah, what's I've got to crawl out this mountain by myself with a broken knee and go six miles, like, you're just going to give up and die. But what he kept on saying to himself over and over is, what's the next best thing I can do to improve my situation? Which could be as simple as yeah, the, yeah. the next step that doesn't hurt is bad. Yeah. The next movement to get out of this. And it took him better part of two days, but he did make it back to camp and he did that's survive. That's not a long time. I mean, that's Six pretty miles, damn good. Six miles, two days. He moved, right? Uh, but There are some days where I have to, I call it my my hour by hour days. Mm-hmm. When, they're, when I get to a point where I'm very overwhelmed, almost to the point of paralyzation. Yep. I have to go to hour by hour. Like, I can't look ahead. More you meant than paralysis or paralyzation? Pa- uh, are they the same thing? I don't know. Paralysis? I like this. This is a fun vocabulary day. Like, you're frozen and you don't know what to do because there's just yep. so much. You're paralyzed. Which goes back to what's the next best thing to improve the situation, right? Because right? if saying. you look at, exactly, I mean, you look at your list of 50 things to do. Yeah. Good luck with with managing balance, right? Right. If I can get the three most important things done at work so and then I go home and take care of, like, I got to show up big at home. I got to go play with my kids. I got to do their homework. I got to have a cup of coffee with my wife. Even if it's for 10 minutes before we go to sleep, you prioritize what's the next best thing to improve my situation. I think you have a better chance. So we said change is one, prioritization is another, right? Vision, we said, was a third. Like you got to identify what is winning in those areas. Right. Have to. What is, you got to define success in each of those areas. Yeah. Right. And, And I think it has to be super realistic. Like, I think a lot of people fall in, and I've always said this, they fall into the cliche traps. Like mm-hmm. I'm going to be done by five o'clock every day. And then my phone just turned off and I am like on the ground playing Candyland every night with my kid. And the reality is. You can do that. It is possible. You can do that, but there will be a cost. There's going to be a cost. And, and how fluid is it, right? So I think like starting realistic with the main things first yep. I think there has to be some variable time. And then I think you also have to really focus on quality over quantity. Over quantity. Yeah, that's the truth. Like if you got one quality hour of home time and the rest was quality work or vice versa, quality is quality. Quality is quality. Quality, is quality. Hands down. Like the other night, Weston yeah. and I sat down for, we ended up talking for like an hour, maybe mm-hmm. a little bit over. Mm-hmm. Just sitting at the kitchen table, just he and I talking. Mm-hmm. And I guarantee you that was 
well, for, I know for me, it was way more valuable than just being around. Just being around, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'll tell you that two other things came up out there that you kind of glazed over, which I think are important. But um, but there is a cost, right? So when you say yes to something, anything, you're saying no to something else, mm-hmm. which is the 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 rub, if you will, with balance, because yeah, most of the time, being more successful in one area is going to cost you in one other area. So being okay with that, defining that, coming to understanding of what that really looks like and making sure that you're happy with that if you did that for the next year or two or eight or 13. But isn't that the very definition of balance is like not having to have anything suffer? So I guess that's where you just have to get, it goes back to your vision. Well, if if I think about balance, I'm listening here, I'm thinking of a seesaw. Balance in my thought is you have equal parts of both. I don't think that's real. Like who the hell gets eight hours of work and eight hours with family? Like I'm not saying it doesn't happen. Is that the? It happens quite often. Is that the like, like the? Well, eight, 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 and eight. Eight for sleep, eight for family, eight for work is the quintessential forty-hour work week, right? Mm. So you have a couple hours in the morning, you have more hours in the afternoon with your kids, you have eight hours of the day, and you sleep eight hours. That's eight, 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 and eight, yeah, eight, eight, and eight, super, right? Yeah. So that would be ideal, but. Um, Starting up a new business, starting in a new uh, field, it might take more than eight, certainly, to be a master of the craft, right? So um, you could have spent 10 at that job and gotten further ahead faster than spending eight at home. Maybe you should have done six at home or five at home. So the balancing act is is a problem. And then the when, where, and how. Mm. But even when you get down to defining, okay, because I've done it, for, I've done that for years, right? I have for sure worked less than or at forty hours a week for years and years and years. Right now is a different season. I'm working my ass off right now, right? Right, right. So right. it is not a perfect thing forever. But I think that the the last piece of the puzzle that everyone has to identify and why they cannot be resistant to change, they must adapt, is the uncontrollables, and it's the external uncontrollables and the internal uncontrollables that everyone apparently thinks will never happen to them, right? Um, you know, like my brother died, right? Brother killed himself. Brother killed himself back in October of 2022. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you, like the last call I expected that day was that, right? So no shit. when you, when you really get down to it, um, that is an external thing that I, that I did not have control over that did happen. And, you know, that wrecks an indefinite amount of time for everybody. It's different for everybody. Right. It wrecks an amount of time forever. Um, separate of, of course, grief, love, loss, all mm-hmm. that stuff. You know, it's it's not going to go away or get better for a long period of time, long no matter what it is, right? Right. So then you're, and let's take it a different step. Like you were planning to go to work today and you got a fucking flat tire. Mm-hmm. Like it is still a wrecked time. Yeah. That was not a planned event. It's going right. to take costs from somewhere. So the external events are going to happen all the damn time. Some of us are snake bit and shit happens all the time to us. Some of us, right. And some of us are just like <laughs> walk on water and things and pretty damn blessed. And I, and I actually think that I went probably 10, 15 years, like pretty damn lucky and grateful Doing and good. blessed. And yeah. 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 But I'll tell you that they come in threes, right? So Ugh, um, yeah. things get bad and then they get worse and things like that happen. But then you have to during with not only the external interruption, but the internal interruption that comes and goes sometimes by the day or hour, right? Yeah. So don't think about hormones, which for sure can change people's moods. Mm-hmm. Don't think about some people have the uncanny ability to have a argument or have um, conflict or have a bad moment and get right back to it and they're okay. Right. Some people ruin, ruins their week. I know. Right? I know. And so that internal shit that goes on is a interruption. And then sometimes it goes back to they're just bored, unhappy, or don't want to do what they want, what they think they said they said want to do. So, you know, um, we're in sales. Mm-hmm. We know that in sales that uh, salespeople should make phone calls and lots of them every day forever. Like, mm-hmm. let's be honest, that is part of the job. But there are a handful of salespeople I've ever met that actually make sales calls <laughs> every single day yeah. for year after year after year. Yeah. There's a very few amount of those people. Yeah. And so, um, you know, not only do you have to wrestle the uncontrolled event of a car wreck or whatever, but you have to deal with the internal, like, mind fuck yeah. that everyone ha- has of, is this really it? Like, 
<laughs> this is my life or, or is it, am I really going to sign up for this for, is this boss really my boss? Is this job really my job? Is this spouse really my spouse? Like those conversations that everyone has internally is a wrestling match. And that all goes back to the pursuit of balance is, is more important than the belief that it is a real thing that is possible. Do you and think sustained. that like more like S personalities have an easier time with this balance gig? Than us, ID crazy. People. I think people. Uh, I don't know if it's as personalized as much as I think that people that are super grateful, super super grateful, are better at gratitude because they're exactly not just gratitude, but like just like getting into routine and being okay with that routine and not feeling the need to change. Like the the feeling of boredom doesn't strike them quite as often, maybe. Okay, so that opens a different line of thinking. Um, so, because I know, guess what? Guess which company or country is one of the, the least happy countries in the world? Probably Americans. United States for sure. Yeah. Why? Because we're stressed and we work. We need to go to Paris. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think they start work at ten. They have really comparisons long lunches. The, comparisons, the thief of joy. Too many conveniences. Go get food with a with a fingertip. Um, no real work, no real joy. From a standpoint of comparing it to, I think it's all work, no joy. Um, well, that's probably harsh. Okay, take I it, think it's more focused. Let's compare on that work, to. Work, work. There's there's lots of studies about this stuff. Compare that to, literally, an indigenous person. Africa, maybe the outback of Australia, maybe like literally, the middle of the Amazon rainforest in, in Brazil. Okay. There are people that have never been exposed to phones, expectations, money as a currency, like literally physical currency is like paper. Yeah. And there's communities that live together that they're subsistence uh, uh, um, communities and they are considered to be happier having nothing from our standards, happier than Americans that have damn near everything. Yeah. I would, uh, yeah. So why is Ignorance that? is bliss. Or lack of gratitude, they're they're happy to eat. Yeah, we are uh, we are unhappy if our food comes our food comes out lukewarm instead of hot, (laughs) and we're unhappy. Make sense? I really think that there's a lot to that. If my answer is not about a a personality type, I find that people that are super super grateful with who they are, where they are, what they're doing, and they get to, they don't have to, and all those things that are mindset tricks. Typically. Yeah, but I'm super grateful. Like I, I do, I practice gratitude a mm-hmm. lot mm-hmm. and I tend to just almost like look to shake things up when things are feeling a little boring and I actually had to stop myself mm-hmm. not to, it was probably a year ago, maybe two years ago. It's like, well, do you, I know I've told you this before. I, I think it's true. I don't know if you agree with me or not. Like, I think a boring business is a better business. I know. And that's really like, it's right. <laughs> it's right. And the grind is right. But all of a sudden, for a person, that's why I'm saying, like, is that a personality thing? Like, you want to shake things up. You want to try something different. You get bored really easily. Not easily, but it's like, mm. this is feeling a little too monotonous. So I want to... I want to do something. I'm going to go get a tattoo and get a dog. So, so I think something that's personal, what you just said is personality based for sure, because there's some people that just want to do a task. Like they're happiest. Yeah. Like laborers. Labor, yes. la- most laborers, you, you really get down to it. Um, especially like go to like the, I love like farmers. A farmer plows a field. They look back on the field. The field is plowed. They go home feeling rewarded. It's like laundry. Like yes. Immediate. <laughs> laundry really for you. Is that real? Like you're yeah. actually happy when you do laundry? It yes. I got some. Would you like to do some laundry? No. <laughs> no. I have plenty. I have plenty. No, I, I'm serious. That's funny. I've never heard of laundry. I guess. I guess really? So. Well, I guess that you know you got to. But I have like really and- weird goals in life. Okay, like my one of my goals was to have the best smelling laundry of anyone ever. Why? I don't know. That I don't that, know. That is weird. It's really weird. Hey. But Going let me back tell you, when those kids, like teachers say my gosh, we call your kids Snuggy because they smell so good every day. I'm like, that's what it's for. <laughs> that's that's what, hilarious. My laundry. It's, and I do some bomb ass laundry, but. 
<laughs> it's like, I don't know. You because you can see like the pile dwindling and like, oh my yep. gosh, they're all like po- perfectly folded and huh. I don't know. I don't know. That's funny. I have control over it. Well, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't even want to say that, Canon. I mean, like, You're my about goal farmers? is the best smelling laundry. <laughs> Didn't expect that to come out of your mouth. That is not my goal for the This record. is what happens when you set the bar really low. <laughs> just kidding. Well, I, you know what's funny is that what you say, though, I mean, isn't that what I just said? It's the same thing. It's the immediate gratification of you have some labor to do. It's yeah. A, it's a labor of love. You can complete the task. I in can full. complete the task until. And there's so many. Well, there's so many the things that we do in our job, and so many people doing their job that you might start doing crap today that you don't see the fruits of the labor for, ever or a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that that doing the tireless task with no immediate or close to immediate reward or something you can see a result or even just a checklist that I finished this checklist for the day. Yeah. And it's a checklist that I'm good at and I feel good at and I'm accomplished because mm-hmm. um, I, I, if you don't have those things, but I think that that's where, you know, I've been coached on the idea of like, go ahead and define what your per- perfect day is. Like what are, yeah. what are three or five things or seven things you can do every day that nobody can screw up but you? And it's a yes or no. I did those things and I won the day. And right. you stack the win, stack the win, stack the win, stack the win, right? Like. Did you get up without hitting snooze? Yes or no? That's the first one of the day. Um, you know, did you have your perfect morning? Whatever that looks like. Right. Um, did you read? Did you pray? Did you work out? Did you have coffee? Did you drop your kids off school? Or 18 other things you could do for your perfect morning. Did you get to work uh, early enough to already review what the priority of the days are so that when you get there, you knock out the priority, no matter what the number one priority was, you get that at least done today. Because the question is, what's one thing I can do today to move the needle? What's the number one thing I can do today to move the needle positively for my business or whatever? Yes or no? You know, did I get home on time? That's a win. But I also think you're talking in a very, you're talking in the like um, self, not self starter, um, like business owner, owner, salesperson in charge of their own like money mindset i do which part do you think doesn't apply to an employee um what's the one thing i can do to move the needle in my business i don't my feeling is that there's not the entire and ideal employee owns the business too correct so i I don't disagree with that but i think it's very different if, you're, if you don't disagree, then that means you're agreeing. Thank you this, so much. There's just middle ground that... Um, I think it's a tool that everyone should have, going back to prioritization, do right? Do I think it would be... Do I think it's great? Yes. I just okay. don't think that there's that much ownership over... How many people that you know that we're not going to name names keep a to-do Cannon, list... Josh. Keep a to-do <laughs> list, and the number one thing on the to-do list doesn't fucking matter. And number seven does... And if they would just skip to number seven, do number seven before number one, they would be a better employee and they'd be happier because they didn't have the stress of dealing with that one thing, right? Like I had a really tough call before this before this meeting, right? Um, major, major mistake, major mistake. Basically cost me $26,000 to fix it, right? You rich. Uh, <laughs> you were. <laughs> yeah. Let me, let me just help you. Like, very painful mistake, five-figure mistake. But where's the beauty? The beauty is that I have the ability to. You got to write the check. I got to. I got to. So it was a $26,000 mistake that I had to fix for my team, right? And I did. Um, but I'll tell you this much. Everything in my body wanted me to wait to the end of the day to make that call. Oh, yeah. You know, you got to eat that frog. Well. Because that shit just gets grosser with the But what's the, day. the point? Most people don't jump right to it. Like that's, that's the saying. priority. Like that's get what that. I'm saying. But You're the day gets better now. and better and better. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's the one thing that that I can do right now to move the needle? That was the one thing. I know that. Get that over with. But I do not think that people like always think that way. I'm trying to teach people. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that goes back to it does not require. <laughs> well, it doesn't require the business mindset to do that. I agree. It does not require it. In fact, if people did that, they'd be happier longer. I, think. I know. <laughs> so what I'm saying is they don't like that's not the that's not the mindset of a lot of people yeah they should do it though yeah, I know <laughs> I don't either 
I think Bryn confused herself. I didn't confuse myself. I think you're confused. (laughs) I'm really clear with what I said. I'm really clear too. Fantastic. Let's just (laughs) agree to disagree. That makes me super happy. I think it's ideal that people understand prioritization. Yep. I do not think there's a lot of people like, I'm going to go punch the clock and like figure out what's the one thing I can do or what's the most, the biggest priority on my list to move the needle today. It's like, here's, I mean, we all know this. It's, but wasn't the we conversation. Hop on the, we hop on the, the computer and we start checking emails. Yep. First. But wasn't the conversation that uh, what you're supposed to do is start stacking the wins. And the way you start stacking the wins is, did you hit the snooze button? Did you work until at? I, until yeah. I concede. Well, I don't like to lose. <laughs> As per even if it has to be edited show, in, <laughs> as even the game show even said, it has I want to be edited in. But yeah, I mean, th- but that's the thing, right? Like the, the whole idea is, is that it just goes down to what are some things you can do to have a more balanced life, but it's not a reality that it's going to be a balanced life because right. the, the controllables are one thing. It's hard enough just to do what we know we should do while we control it when we're healthy when we're unmarried, when we don't have kids, when Get we have no all. fucking excuse to not do what we're supposed to do. Yeah. It's hard enough to do that. I know. Now go ahead and add on spouses, kids, kid issues, mm-hmm. add on finances and financial issues, mm-hmm. add on all the other stuff, and good fucking luck with, with, <laughs> with life balance. I also Am I think... Um, no, no. It's crazy, no. right? Yeah. How many times has type 1 diabetes interfered with my life and my plans? Oh, dude. I remember that happened the first time. Oh, my gosh. Like it's That just... was 30 days of hell for you. That was 30 days. I watched you outside like crumbling and you did it so well. Aw, thanks. 30 days of hell. Watching you learn new diets. New, oh, yeah. That shit New exercises, crazy. new regiments, new shots, new... Yeah, how to manage insulin, Whole all new that language. Stuff. I'm like, I cow. don't know anything about this. This is insane. What is a ketone? Uh, it shows up in your urine. <laughs> They're not supposed to be there. Bad stuff. <laughs> it's bad Didn't stuff. Didn't know this till you taught me. Uh, <laughs> Many moons ago. Right? Many moons ago. Um, but it's also why it's really important to do everything right, quote unquote, right, when you can. On the days oh God, that such good don't give you curveballs, like take advantage, stack it up. Get your shit get done. Stay on point for the love of God because you don't know what's coming tomorrow. <laughs> That's so true. So you many times to, that like, you put off whatever. I'll get that done tomorrow why or tomorrow put off morning. Till tomorrow what can't be done today. Let's do it right now. Because what if tomorrow morning I wake up sick? What if I... Workout it, goes out the door that way, that day. That day for sure. What if the weather's yep. crazy? I mean, you know, we live in San Antonio, Texas. It's just, things get very wild around here. <laughs> Icy one day and 100 degrees the next. That's pretty cool. Um, a kid's sick. A car won't start. I've had that numerous times. Um, okay, so what we agree on is is that it's definitely a challenge. Yeah, it's super but hard. You have to, then you have to go back to the beginning, right? So um, if you're saying yes to something means you're saying no to something else, then what you've got to start with when you're sane, or maybe it's not that, when you're trying to take control back. Because I think a lot of people... Mm. Shit, I, I'd almost put myself in that group right now. Just trying to get control back Just right now. Just trying to get control back, yeah. It, it, it has to, it's got to be a moment of clarity where if I'm going to do anything, I'm going to do this well. Like, uh, my daughter just turned 16. I have two more summers with her. I had two more years with her at home. I have less than 700 days and she's out the door, right? Like, that's just my reality. Yeah. So if I'm going to screw up anything, I really hope it's not my daughter's mindset. Like, Make a life lessons checklist. This is really fun. Okay. So all the things, like how to fix the little thing in the toilet. The well, that's cool. Whatever. How to change a tire. How to. Yeah, teach you how to change a tire. Actually, yeah. Do that today. Yes, you have to do okay. all the like. Come, y'all come up with a list together as a family. Yeah. And it's fun to work through it. Like. That's cool. Here's what that's you. Great advice. I'll and, do that. and it'll give you quality time along the way. Like we yeah, did that with KK. It's like you can't side. leave yeah. this house until you know all these things. Um, I love that idea. I think I'm gonna do that with her. You should. Yeah, I think. But uh, but yeah, I mean, it goes back to when you're insane. The first thing is don't screw up what what matters most, right? There's a season for everything. I 
I would argue that, you know, right when you're young and you have no responsibilities other than yourself is when you got to make a run at whatever okay. financial or business goals you want to do. Because otherwise, there's going to be a moment where you're going to be waiting about 18 years <laughs> uh, before you can get back to you and living you just, your life, right? If that ever comes. And if they're very comes. expensive, 18 years. <laughs> expensive little buggers, right? Um, then you've got to uh, put that stuff in your in your semblance of time management or semblance of a calendar, even if you don't calendar. You got to create the space for it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. There, it sounds to me like there's got to be some room around the edges, like... You can't overcommit. You can't have this end at this moment and the next thing start because that gives zero flexibility for shit happening. Really, Josh? Yeah, I'm listening. <laughs> Slow but surely. surely. Um, <laughs> man, I hate that you... I, I hate that it's... I hate that you really can't... I mean, I need 24 hours. I, I need 24 I, hours without sleep. I am not kidding you. I could... I've often wondered like... I, I wonder how many days without sleep could you go? Could I go? Dare. To get it all done. Like how many? How many days in a how row? How many days would it take for me r- to be like <sighs> to get everything caught and up? How long would it last? Oh, that's interesting too. I I think about that a lot. <laughs> well, I, I I think that the the idea that a list is ever finished is wrong too. Right? Oh like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the speed the business changes. Yeah, the, and especially the, the like in the marketing world, like in the marketing and sales, the job is never done. Ever. It's never done. So I've had to get really comfortable over the years of like, this is, you know, it, it's, this is a good the stopping best thing for point. Right now. Yeah, this is a good stopping point. This is a good wrap up point. Um, I'm not big on wasting time. So I'm not going to like sit around for an hour just because I'm supposed to do be somewhere yeah. like it, yeah. like, you know, that's not really that I can't operate that way. Um, it's like, this is a good ending point for this moment. Um, and I also fill every little moment. Um, I usually fill it with something, you know? So I do use time wisely, but, um, I don't really know what my point was, but it would be interesting to see how long, how long it would take. That's actually so interesting to me too, because if I was told that, Hey, here's a pill you could take that you could stay up for. Yeah. It's not going to be unhealthy. You're not going to feel like crap. Yeah, one shot to get everything caught up. Everything in, done. Where you can literally say, I feel caught up on life. <laughs> on life. Wow. I want to know. <laughs> That's like, did you ever see the movie Limitless? I did see that movie Limitless. Oh, that, that I see why movie. People get, I, I see why people get addicted to that drug. Wait, but it also kills you. Remember the, Well, the, I see why they would get addicted is what I said. I didn't say I would want to take it. Uh, because, yeah, it, it no, no drugs. That, you would be such a sucker for that drug. I'd be such a sucker for that drug. <laughs> well, you're saying that. Like expand your yeah, mind. Expand my mind and definitely, yeah. Indefinitely. Yeah. But then yeah. you have to get disgusting. Even if you gain back any time, it just hits human nature. Just fill it right back up. Again. Even right if back up. you it's gain just like back a, time, you're going to refill it. It's like that is true. Yeah. Well, it's just like a house, right? Like okay, we're going to go, we're out of space. So we're going to go move into this big house and we're going to have space until you fill fill every closet, every nook, every cranny. Which goes back to the simplicity is where happiness comes from. And there's so much moving to Brazil. I think I would do good. I would, I would really do well in Paris. They come in at 10 o'clock. They take like two to three hour lunch breaks with wine. And then they go back maybe if they want I'm not sure how the real world works in Paris, but we'll go with it. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, I'm not really sure how that differs from your days, but <laughs> I'm really glad you didn't say that. <laughs> I thought it. <laughs> no, you know, it, it's, uh, it, you know, all we can do then is pursue. Yeah. Um, so is it real? Is work-life balance real? Define it. <laughs> Define it. You know what? The only other thing I would add is competition. Like, there's got to be a game to be played in it. Going back, maybe competition not the right answer, but you got to make it fun again. Like, you got to make it fun again. There's a friend of mine that said, if it's not a hell yes, it's a fuck no. I love that so much. If it's not a hell yes, it's a fuck no. Yeah, but that gets really scary when you start to like... (laughs) But but think about, though. How many fuck no's you have? Yeah, I mean... But think about how much happier and how how much more time you would create. I wonder how much more productive you would be. 
If you only did things don't that you focus were on the result. Well, even not productive. How much happier you would be if you only did stuff with people that you said absolutely. Or that I'm you all wanted in. to do. It'd probably be the your best work. At work and at home. And at home. Yep. What the the truth is is that people would lose relationships that they have a hard time saying goodbye to. Yeah. That's the truth. People would have a very hard time. Yeah, because you have to have an asterisk like the obligatory, like, you know, things that are very important. They, but are they feel obligatory, like, um, a one-year-old's birthday party, for someone really important to you. No. (laughs) That's where. Yeah, you'd be you'd be alone. (laughs) What else? Ask me some. This um, is really interesting. Grandma's retirement party. Yes. Why? It's grandma. It's not a okay. Fr- Goddaughter's first birthday. There. That's what I said. No, you did not say goddaughter. You said friends first <laughs> of an birthday. important person. So there, titles. There's are big lots to you. of people that I, so titles. No, I, I, Godfather <laughs> is a role that is really important in life forever. Okay, runner-up Godfather. No. <laughs> I'm not second place to anybody. That goes back to my competitive spirit. I digress. I feel like we're going on the wrong track here. Uh, maybe that. I'm going to do this for exercise. We're gonna, I'm going to go through every hour of my life for the last seven days. Yes. And I'm going to scratch and just see how much is left of if it's not a hell yes, a F no. I did this recently. Um, you let me know how it goes. I love it. I'm excited. I love it. I guys, love I'd love for you guys to chime in. I would too. If one of you guys literally thinks you have the most perfect balanced life and you're happy every single day. You and will it's, be it's our guest. You will be our guest. We will interview. I'd love to hear from you. Yes. Um, not I try my best most of the time because I do too. Me too. And I'm really good at it most of the time. <laughs> and I'll tell you that every once in a you while. You are life, really good at it. You're life, very life good at it. Life will throw a punch me. every once in a while. This, you get rocked. Yeah. And it's like, wow, there goes the balance. Now I'm all in over here. Uh, something you I thought do was tend good. to like seesaw a little bit more than I like. Man, I like, go a hundred percent and I'm fixing whatever the most important thing is. That's yeah. where I'm at. But I do tend to like, you know, ride the wave a little bit m- more evenly. Fair. Well, chime in. We'd love to hear from you. It's good to yes. talk to you guys. Awesome. Thanks guys.